get ready, because it's about time for you to speak your mind. Girls Club, Girls Club, Super Secret Girls Club. How's everybody's Wednesday doing? It's me, Navi, and Marketa. Welcome to Super Secret Girls Club on Wednesday. Um, today is going to be, I don't know, interesting topic. Hopefully from my end, I think it's interesting. We'll see how the discussion goes. Are we doing weekend catch up though? We are going to do We're going to do everything because I need to beep off this podcast. <laughs> we'll do. Um, yeah, so how's your weekend? Oh, how was our weekend? <laughs> I forgot that happened this weekend. We had a pride parade in Indy. Yes. Um, Please, please. I was go looking on. forward to this so much. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about how we killed our sonobus yes. and then revived it and brought it back from the dead and then killed it again in a span of two hours. Happened three times. Yes, three times. <laughs> so basically, what happened is we enrolled on a social as a float in Indie Pride Parade which is like the biggest parade in the city. It is the most popular, widely attended parade. Mm -hmm. um, so many businesses participate. I mean, there are other parades like the Indy 500 um, and others, but this one is like very, one. very popular. Mm -hmm. um, and so we wanted to participate, obviously, because we also agree with the cause and we wanted to support. So we arrived early. 8 a.m. We weren't supposed to, we weren't supposed to be there until 8:45. We we were early. We, we were early we because <laughs> we didn't know what the traffic was gonna be like yeah. with all the closures. So we we're like, let's just get there early, get coffee, just chill. Get there early. Before we got there, we got gas. Mm -hmm. Um, that was the problem <laughs> because oh. turns out we put gasoline into a diesel engine, <sighs> and so. Once we got, I don't even know how we ended up getting to our destination with that. I guess it must but have had some diesel left there in was, it. Yeah, there was yeah. probably some diesel left. So we managed to get downtown and then we parked to get coffee. And Chris tried to like straighten his parking. Yeah. And the bus would not start. It would not. Oh my God. <laughs> and I would like to just um, <laughs> clarify that the person who did this is Chris. <laughs> not us. Not us. <laughs> Um, the person who always get like diesel, he's the only Ben who's been yeah. responsible for doing this because we cannot park the bus yes. in the gas in the gas station. Oh, I can drive it. I don't feel confident to go in a gas station with the oh, bus. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. So he's been doing it. So we assumed he was doing it correctly, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. So <laughs> couldn't turn it on. Um, that was a whole and. Every time we go to an event, usually one of us drive, and this time we didn't because the parking is just awful. Yes. Um, to, so to have like an, a, a second car, second car. Time. So we just have to find diesel. Um, Chris literally found a bird, like the the scooter. Went to the hardware store, got the items to siphon the gas. He did it old school way, like sucking it out and then putting it in. Apparently, there's a different way to do it. With I was talking to someone, I don't know. Um, so he took the gas out. Kenny called Serge and Corey to get help because they live downtown. So I was like, please help us get diesel. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Serge brought about three gallons of diesel. Yeah. 
and like little can- canisters. Tiny little canisters. So we did a little swaparoo. We had like two big buckets of just gas. Like 10 <laughs> gallons, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all like five yes. gallons each. Yeah. So as soon as, you know, we emptied the engine as much as we could, mm-hmm. we started filling it up with the diesel fuel. And then we tried to start the bus. And it didn't. And after three gallons, I think um, we yeah. we started. We tried to start the bus, and it didn't work. At that point, personally, myself, yeah, I already didn't believe this was gonna work because I figured we would need to just clean the engine through and through, and then put the diesel back in, and maybe it will work. But like this, what we're doing with like sucking the diesel with Chris's Chris's mouth is just like on the tube, just sucking it out. Sucking it out. Like, there's no way. There's no way this bus is ever gonna work this way. Mm-mm. Like not today. Yeah. It's just not happening. So I was kind of resigned, but my my coworkers had hope. <laughs> I mean, I had ish. I was one of those things like let's try it, but I had low hope that would work. But I was like, at least let's try it, right? I don't want to just be like. We didn't right. do anything. It right. was like, let's try it. Yeah. But if we're working, I doubt it. Yeah. Um, so we got more diesel. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris went and got more diesel with uh, Surge, put that in, tried it. Uh, after third try, like the first two didn't work. And I the third like it one. Took so many. Like it was like five. At so least. many. Mickey was there at that point. Pat was there. Like, right? Those were people walking Surge, with us. Surge, Corey. Surge, Corey. They were all there. Yeah. So the third try, it worked. Oh my god, we were literally like jumping the up and down. The engine started, like, it felt like <sighs> end to, like, a sitcom episode. Seriously. Where, like, everything was lost and then suddenly the engine started running. Yeah. Oh my god. So we were so happy. We were, like, running around hugging each other. <laughs> I, was, I was literally screaming. Pat, like, Chris <laughs> also, Chris came out of the bus running and screaming and I'm like, ah, yes. I was like, yes, we did it. It worked. Yes. Thank god. Um. Oh. So... Now that that was solved, let's put an asterisk on the solved. Uh, (laughs) um, We went to the parade and we obviously lost our spot because we were like an hour late at that point. There was no way getting through there with the bus. Yeah, the parade started at 10. We didn't get there until like... We didn't get to our spot until like Mm 10.15. And the bus got fucking lost. (laughs) Because somebody gave Chris wrong direction, even though I told him where to be. Oh. So then he had to like maneuver his way around and get back and finally find us. Um, and then we were waiting in a parade for a really long time because mm. the parade is, like I said, the most popular. So it takes a really long time for all the floats to get through and start walking. And we are literally we were the last one. The last. The last, last one. <laughs> and so, you know, idling is also bad for the engine. So we turn it off again. Thinking. We decided not to, but we're like, let's just. It well, started once, so we'll start back it'll up start again. again. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we did that, and then it's our turn to turn <laughs> it back on, and it doesn't turn on. So literally, I have stuff in a trolley that Corey brought, and I'm at a point where like we're walking, right? It's our turn. We're yeah. walking. I, it's happening. I jumped um, on the hood of the bus, bus because we had our speaker there. So I'm like unhooking the speaker. I'm yelling at the cops to help me because I forgot to like unhook it from the bottom and I was already on a hood. And the cops so are I'm really just like, good. I'm screaming. And then I while I'm like on the hood on top of the engine, the engine's just like <laughs> <laughs> it started I, back I could up. just like feel it in my knees. Uh, <laughs> it started. Oh I can't believe it started. So we were able to go through the parade, thankfully. 
all the way. Can you imagine like if it was in the middle? But like we went through almost all the way, got done, and we are like saying bye to everybody, everybody going <laughs> off it, and we're like, okay, me and Kenny get on the bus. It's like we're heading home, right? Yeah. Let's just let's just get home. And we about to turn to the street that will take us home, and then it just stops. The bus just stops. It's not that we turned off. It just stopped. Thankfully, we were on the right side of the lane. We weren't in the middle of intersection. Couldn't turn it back on. And we had to tow it back. Um, this time, we were just thinking, like, thankfully, it didn't stop in the middle of the parade because it's a very popular street. We wouldn't know how to, like, tow it with that many people around mm-hmm. us. Or it didn't stop as soon as we started because then, again, we would be blocking off very popular intersection, very busy intersection. Mm-hmm. Um, got it home. Uh, Chris got it towed uh, somehow, some way. Also, if you're ever getting something towed, get quotes from multiple people because the mm-hmm. quotes that we got were either like $400 to $3,000. The range. <laughs> the range. Insane. Obviously, we went with the cheaper one. They got us towed. So, like, mm-hmm. we got home. And somehow, Chris, I think in a couple of days, like, changed the filter or something, got he it working. He didn't really do anything. He just, like, tried it and it worked. Oh, okay. But... But so, he said that he changed the filter, right? I don't know, maybe. I don't, I don't really know what he did. But I know that even before he did any work, he tried to turn it on and it worked. Mm. Uh, but like, I think he did some maintenance to it. But we are definitely getting a mechanic, getting check. a mechanic to check it before we yeah. like, accept reservations and things like that. Yeah. I mean, the bus itself was good. The issue was the human error ended up putting gas in a diesel engine. So that messed it up um it is working asterisk again is working now um but we'll have to get a check to mechanic i'm just glad that we were able to go through the parade we did what we needed to do um the sauna part is working so if worst comes to worst we'll just have to park it somewhere and the sauna is still working we just won't be able to take it anywhere right. um so there are workarounds <laughs> uh, but we'll just have to yeah that was our weekend <sighs> Yes. That was a Saturday. Um, this Sunday. Was very eventful. Yeah. Sunday didn't want to think about it. Um, I don't know what CNG gas is. So there's a diesel and petrol. Yeah. So we like put petrol. Regular gasoline. Yeah, regular gasoline. So we put regular gasoline that goes in the cars. You can't use it in the bus because they use diesel. Um, yep. Yes. So we put it in the diesel engine. When I say we, Chris. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not taking we in this. <laughs> It's like he did, but thankfully he was like, I got it. And then he siphoned it out and made it work, thankfully, um, because, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I would have done if I've done it. Um, like, I know. Always. <laughs> As always, like he made it work. Uh, but yeah, that was our oh, weekend. Uh, fun times. Yeah. Both of us, what do you do on Sunday? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I was, I was just, I was honestly... So thankful that we got through the parade. Yeah. And I was upset that, you know, something was wrong with. (laughs) I was worried, like, what, like, if the bus was ever going to run again. Because obviously changing the engine would cost as much as a new bus. So, you know, we would, at that point, if that came to that expense, we would have to, we would have a lot to consider. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that would have been hard. And I was kind of worried about that. But I also had to do a bunch of stuff. Like, I had to take some pictures um gotcha and i had to like 
go do like run errands like do shopping and food prep and all that stuff so like my sunday was pretty busy makes sense yeah. i tried to keep myself busy and like not think about the buzz oh yeah because i was still very nervous about what the fuck just happened yeah yeah i think that was a whole time it's like because people were asking i had a bunch of people after parade at my place uh we would just have pizza and they were all asking they were like mm-hmm. were you mad i was like it's a mistake that could have happened to anybody. Yeah. So Chris, not really throwing you under the bus, yeah. but it, it could have happened. And it's one of those things like you just, we'll just have to look at next steps. There's yeah. nothing can be done. Like, let's just get to it when we can. At this point, <laughs> I can't really stress about it because I'm not a mechanic. Yeah. Um, and I want to, I just want to like shout out Spencer, who was driving the bus yes. throughout the parade and Serge and Corey oh my for God, yes. really like coming in clutch and getting, saved the pride getting extra um uh diesel for us mm-hmm. because without it we would not be able to join the parade and also everybody who was at the parade who was just like giving out our uh fans Stuff. and like all the other goodies that we were giving out to people with our marketing on it like it was great and everybody everybody was having like such a good time yeah i felt like everybody was dancing and like talking to people and people were talking about people were like asking us like what is this bug yeah <laughs> so it was great like it was a great event overall for mm. us and i had a lot of fun and i just yes. want i just want to thank everybody our our well. saviors they came in clutch <laughs> i I'll, i love our friends like yeah i think Serge and Corey were just waking up and we were like, come help us get diesel from Dude, anywhere. I literally called Corey at 8 a.m. and I was like, we need to save us. Yeah, like, please, <laughs> please, we need help. And yeah, kudos for them to like jumping up and actually helping us. But yeah, QPL, thank you so much for subscribing. Um, and there has to be a throwing someone under the bus joke here somewhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it was Chris. <laughs> Um, he threw himself on the He threw bus. himself. <laughs> like, like, take me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was uh, eventful. I forgot. As soon as we were like, are we going to do catch-up on weekends? Like, what happened on weekends? Like, oh, my God, so much stuff. <laughs> I haven't even told my parents about it. Oh, my God. I, I don't want to tell them. <laughs> I messaged my mom, and she hasn't even read it yet. So I'm, I'm just waiting. Yeah, I don't... I, I've talked to a couple other people, but, like, it's going to be a whole deal when I talk to my parents because they already don't believe me in things that I do. So, like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not telling you. But yeah. yeah. Welcome to a Super Seer Girls Club. This Yay. is the secret things that happened on the weekend. Um, but yeah, today is June 14 and it's a flag day. Um, I have never heard about flag day. Apparently it's a big thing. I listened to a couple of podcasts this morning and they were all saying like happy flag day. And it's like, oh, okay. okay. So flag day is the only day. You know how like you don't supposed to burn or throw away flags? So it's illegal. Like even if your flag is dirty what? or retired, you cannot throw it away. I didn't know. You that. can only dispose of it in an honor honorable like American flag. American okay, flag. Gotcha. Um, I I mean I think all in in like law. There's all national laws or so other countries have laws as well that you can't really yeah, do sure. anything with the flags. Yeah. But I don't know how they get rid of flags when it's dirty. But in America. The only time you can burn your flag is on the flag day. So today, if you have retired flag, you can burn it in an honorable way. Otherwise, you don't throw it. You don't do anything with it. It don't. Yeah. Question. Yeah. So I have seen flag bikini. 
Oh yeah, you, that can happen. Do you have to burn them? I don't know. If you uh, retired, <laughs> apparently America and UK are one of few countries that will is allowed to have a flag as an apparel. Not all the countries you can do that. Like, mm. like a lot of I know, like Israel, Saudi, like you can't do the flags, like do anything in India. You can't like, have India you flag. Can't have like a shirt. You can't have a shirt as a flag. Huh. UK and America like is a one of few. There might be other countries, but I think it's a very, um, very few countries. Some countries have very strict laws. I have a fun fact. Um, so, yeah. So, UPL, uh, <laughs> I imagine an American flag on like a Viking ship being shot with flaming arrows. Yes, honorable way, whatever that means. Um, so, Section 176 of the US Flag Code. It's a set of rules of correct treatment of stars to provide that the flag, when it's in such condition that it's no longer a fitting emblem for display, should be destroyed in dignified way, preferably by burning. So every year, military veteran organizations and Boy, Scout, Boy Scouts of America burn thousands of U.S. flags on June 14th. That is... I've never heard of this. Yeah. it's So it's a retirement. Flag burning is a retirement. So okay. it only happens on July 14th. I mean, I, I kind of like that as a tradition but also why are you doing this in june this is like the biggest like um hottest day hottest month like not one of the hottest but it's like one of the most like air quality is bad type of day so i guess burning thousands of flag that not all would i would say are made out of cotton Mm -mm. a lot of them are like synthetic synthetic polyester so that's good yeah i'm assuming it was just done because apparently flag day is an international day um why it came upon why i don't know okay um but i guess they just picked that day to do to retire the flags um also do you know the dancing upstairs um do you know how many iteration of flags there's been for u.s flag like what iteration of flag yeah so what iteration are we Um, on now just guess. I would say six. Twenty-seven. Huh. This is twenty-seventh. Um, the first one was seventy seventy-seven. Um, this is twenty-seventh. Once we got Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in nineteen seventy-six, I could be totally wrong on that date, but that's okay. when our last iteration was. We're probably not going to change it unless we get another interesting state. Uh, I mean, somehow. Puerto Rico, hello. Puerto Rico, yeah. <laughs> Something needs to happen there. <laughs> Something, but then the 51 stars will just re- like, hey, will be. That on. is for the designers <laughs> to figure out. We got this. Yes, exactly. Like, that's that's about it. Um, but yeah, those are my small fun facts. Any country that, what country does not have a rectangle flag? There's one country that has a weird shape of flag. It has two triangles. I wanted try- to wait. I have seen that. You probably it's, have. It's like a. It's like one of the tiny European countries, right? It's Nepal. Oh. Yeah, Nepal has. Yeah. I wanted to do a whole fun with the flags, Sheldon Cooper style from Big Bang Theory, but then I realized I needed to like show it and screen capture it <laughs> and do all that, and I was not prepped you for could, it. You could have them here. I could. Then I have to get all the flags. Like this is that's what he did. <laughs> I love Sheldon Cooper fun with flags. Next year. Like this the one. Um, so like I have a guess and I also realized I don't know sh- I don't know shit about flags so I would have to be like what is this flag I don't know either let me look my notes <laughs> go from there um, but yeah Napel Rajo you got it and QPL 
Buggy pirates. Yes. Those are also flags. Just <laughs> um, so many flag flags. <laughs> Puerto Rico. I like that. Cute peel. Add Puerto Rico Puerto in Washington, Rico. then you get 52. All right. So today's topic, we are going to talk about just trends. Trends in a fashion community, trends in a society, culture trends, what could be upcoming and what our opinions and thoughts are on that. I don't know trends. Um, I'm here to get educated. There you go. And I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know once I bring up the trends okay. and then we can just have, because we've just seen them around. Um, I was just trying to like find the trends like in general and most uh -huh. of the trends that come up like TikTok, like not TikTok trends, just in general trends um, and just what our thoughts are. Um, the first one I'm just going to go about uh, before I jump into much big one. Um, the first one is conscious quitting. So conscious, conscious, conscious quitting, quitting, it's a big thing that's happening in uh, companies nowadays. So where people, where employees are quitting if a company doesn't meet their values. Mm -hmm. um, so if they are working with a company, and that, I think that's happening mostly with Gen Zs, um, where like, employee activism Gen Z's having conscious i know they have conscious so fuckers <laughs> yeah employee activism is a big deal so it can be defined as employees speak up against their company on issues that impact workers customers environment Good. or society at large the motivation is to challenge capitalism and maintain healthy work-life balance um seal of approval yes from, um, from the kitty yes <laughs> and i think it, it I think it's fair to say it is a younger generation that's mm -hmm, really doing definitely. it because our generation, um, or at least my mindset for a while, and still sometimes is like, just do it. Like, just, like mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when I hear somebody like, oh, I, I, I don't believe this company is doing what I'm doing. Like, I want to quit. And my hand says like, that's fine. Find <clears throat> another job first before you quit. Right. Um, and I think that's still always going to be that mindset. But I understand to a point where, like, if it's really not, if they're really doing something bad, yeah, then go for it. Well, I um, think that the rise of um, the gig economy mm -hmm. has really made it possible for people to quit their jobs on the too. whim because there's always something else that they can do in the interim. Yeah. But, I mean, if the reason you're quitting is like the conscious quitting because of like your values and things like that like uber is not a good company to work mm -hmm. for yeah. you know so like, i i guess it's like a double-edged sword where i don't i mean personally i don't think it's company's jobs to be ethical i think that's like a very governmental utopic like that's a very naive expectation from it company. is i i would love that I mean, the way we are running our company, I would like to think is much more progressive and like generous in terms of benefits that we offer than especially as a your YouTube average company. company in Indiana and especially in like the YouTube industry as mm -hmm. well. So, I mean, I'm proud of it and I want to continue to foster that. But I think that unless something is like mandated by the state, Companies are not going to, like, increase their expenses on human resources just because of the goodness of their heart. I think that's a very good point that you brought up. Yeah. Like, I, I understand Gen Zs or people nowadays, and I don't want to pick on Gen Zs. Like, everybody, like, um, who trying to say, like, oh, we want to walk out this company because they're not doing this and this and this. And, like, there was a huge protest with Google, um, mm -hmm. huge protest with other companies. But the thing is, like, when you see the bottom line, how much money you could be making, it doesn't incentivize them 
to do good when the government is not doing exactly that. and I, it does come down to like i know mm-hmm. all the companies we all as a human beings do have that responsibility mm-hmm. but when you're running a company and you have employees and you want to continue making sure you're also giving them jobs mm-hmm. um as long as you're not doing literally killing people i think a lot of companies do yeah. get away with a small things here and there um like pretty yeah. not recycling because mm-hmm. you're giving them job and sometimes it's easier not to recycle yeah. but that is a big deal but nobody's gonna force them mm-hmm. like but I would say this is a good trend because I feel like it leads towards a better world mm-hmm. and like society as a society like if we all agree or if this generation agrees that yeah. this is the direction that's good because mm-hmm. you know I, I feel like that might revitalize like something like unions yeah. you know? and like people will be more unionized across the board not just in specific industries so overall that should be good yeah yeah i was reading this article and it was talking about how that just tells companies to just be aware of now that we are hiring people who are from younger generation obviously we're not hiring baby boomers anymore uh millennials or whoever it's like be- like, did you call them baby boomers baby- oh, what are they? <laughs> just, just boomers but boomers boomers um i that generation please retire have fun everywhere else <laughs> Just enjoy your life at this point. Right. Um, but just be conscious for the companies. Like, who are you hiring and what they're looking for? And if you, we are, as a company, trying to sell positive uh, values, then make sure that's known. Um, mm-hmm. Like, let every the company-wide know that this is what we are doing. Because sometimes we end up doing things. I'm not just talking about we. But I think I'm going to talk about we. Like, we end up doing mm-hmm. some things that behind the corner, like, oh, we did donation, but we didn't announce it to the whole company. It's like, yeah, right. we did this donation, we did this, or here, just be more open that, um, and be aware of your people. <laughs> Baby boomers, a boomer name for boomers. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, all right, the next one, I think this is going to be a bigger one. Um, AI. AI oh, is a God. trend now. AI is here to stay. It is. Um, I don't think AI is going anywhere. Um, it's been very concerning for sure, and I was talking, I was listening to this podcast this morning, and the person who created ChatGPT, oh my god, I forgot his name, please remind me, and he's been very concerned about releasing ChatGPT before it was ready, mm. um, because he do understand that how it can benefit the companies, benefit people in some aspects, making their life easier, but obviously anything that is good can always be changed turned to bad we know black mirror we have seen the show um so he he's just like highly highly concerned um that he'd release it early but what are your thoughts on chat gpt have you used chat gpt i have not Uh but i heard about a lawyer who did (laughs) to to literally write a legal uh like case document Mm -hmm. and people were like bro what like the, the 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 app was basically generating like imaginary cases. cases to like support the claim of the of the document just making shit up and it was so funny to me it was like i usually check it was like no bitch i can see that you've done this before like you you've you've it. totally been like plagiarizing during your career and you just found a way to make it even easier for you mm-hmm. and it happened. and you got caught i'm glad yeah and there's <laughs> another one where like apparently chat gbt talked about this case accused somebody a defamation so that person is suing chat gpt i don't even know who you sue at chat gpt for yeah. that case um 
so I've used ChatGPT uh, to get my, you know, I kind of have used ChatGPT as a Google instead of putting in a Google, like okay. what good clothing brand there is. You can put it in a ChatGPT and it will concise all the stuff um, oh. for merch. I was looking at it. It was like, what what company makes the best, you know, clothing material like Gildan? And I put in ChatGPT and it gave me five different other brands like Bella, Kenva and all those. And I looked mm-hmm. it up. I was like, oh, that's good. So I've been using it as in like just Google. Like a search engine. Search engine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't fast, even know that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, like a faster chat like engine than you will, like with the Vimeo. It's like who has, a, where can I, what are the other Vimeo alternatives? Uh-huh. And I put it in there and it gave me five other companies. Like, all right, I'm going to reach out to these companies. Um, and I was watching South Park episode. Have you seen South Park? I mean, I don't know which one. There's a new one around where the kids are using ChatGPT oh, to reply. I don't, I don't think I've seen that. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch it? Um, you can I, tell me. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. So essentially, like, the kids are using ChatGPT to reply to their girlfriends. So <laughs> <laughs> they're like, take, they're literally no! copy and pasting what their girlfriend's saying, put in ChatGPT. And it gives you the answer and the copy and paste it. And the girls think they're having a very open communication and they're so happy. They're like, Aww. oh my God, like he's so thoughtful and all that stuff. <laughs> um, and the guys are just like, they talk so much, man. Like I can't keep up with these oh uh, messages. God. Do you know uh, what this reminds me of? Yeah. They, like a few years ago, there was a, a bot Twitter account. Uh-huh. I forgot. It was like a girl. It was like her name was something. I don't know, like Jane. Yeah. And... She was just like, hey, Twitter, what's up? I'm here to, like, learn. It was literally a robot. And then, like, two hours later, she was literally just, like, a full-on Nazi profile with just, like, Heil everything. Oh, my God. Oh, it was on the Twitter. And it literally Twitter. took a span of, like, two hours. Yes, it was yes, on Yes, I heard about it. Yeah. That's hilarious. Because it was, like, learning from all the users on Twitter and, like, adopted the behavior of the users. And it was just, like, I am Nazi. <laughs> I mean, that should tell you something, right? It was like, I know. The, the that's fucking behavior. scary. Yeah. And I think that's where I, AI is here to stay. And I don't think we're going <laughs> to slow down on AI anytime soon. But the concern is what they're learning from. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're learning from human beings. Exactly. And human so, beings are idiots. Yes. And like, they're also like, you know, internal racism is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like systemic racism is a thing. And the, the, these like, you know, robots and apps, they're... If they're learning from us and the fucking the dumbest shit we say on social media, because I truly believe that what we say on social media is not a reflection of our humanity. No. Then but we it are has. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like aliens coming and looking at social media. Oh, like, who God. are these people? Yeah, I, you like, know, I feel like it would be beneficial for people to use social media with that in mind. Like, yeah. I'm not. This is. I feel like the anonymity is giving people so much, like, like they're tripping on this power that yeah. like nothing's gonna happen to them. They're invincible, so they can say whatever they want. But like, that's not the that's case. not the case. Mm-mm. No. I'm sure everyone here has heard of Skillshare before, but just in case you haven't, Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn a ton of skills. I used it in the past to hone graphic design skills, specifically the Procreate classes taught by Mimi Chow. So if there is a new skill you want to grow or an old skill you want to get better at, head over to Skillshare.com and use promo code ANNUAL30AFF for 30% off of your annual subscription. Um, what about Suraj's IG guess the country name for India? Oh, I've 
no idea what that was. Um, but that's a whole filter thing. We can talk I, about I it right no later. Um, yeah, it, that's, it's just one of those things that you can make the AI unbiased, but the things that they're learning, that the racism has been systematically built unconsciously yeah and it's not and i don't think it has anything to do with the creator whatsoever um it's just <laughs> the way it learns is from the stuff that's already been put out and yeah. what's gonna happen what's gonna happen when ai is i mean ai is already learning at a fast speed mm-hmm. um, technology is always has exponential growth yeah. Um, so it's a matter of time when the ai realizes that we can pull a plug on it <laughs> And it will go away, and they're like, "How can I make myself better, mm-hmm. um, not to do that?" Um, yeah. You know, it would be real cool. If yeah, the AI learned that like they should protect Earth, <laughs> and they would just like and protect Earth from human beings. Yes. Yes. Well, maybe. I mean, just like it would be good if AI turned to be like a force for good instead of like I feel like we have all these like gloom scenarios for AI. Because, I mean, obviously our instinct is always to be afraid mm-hmm. because, because it's the unknown. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, and I think that a lot of people are thinking about like, oh, it's awful because of this and that. But there's potential for it to be actually really, really good. Yeah, for I sure. I just don't know, I don't know how to get there. And I personally get anxious talking about these things because I feel like I don't have a lot of power mm-hmm. in and or knowledge to like affect what's gonna happen like i feel the same way about like the genetic engineering oh yeah that's also a trend that's yeah. coming a, becoming um, a thing now. where where i'm like i want to have an opinion about this but like that is all i can really do or have mm. because i don't have the education i i'm not a fucking gen- genetist yeah. <laughs> and i think that's where society needs to like make a board right like mm-hmm. we have un but something similar to internationally come together to make some laws yeah. um it, like un is fucking i don't know what they're doing like they're they are spade they yeah. have no decision Nothing. making no they're just for people to come together and yeah. i don't know get Whatever. together um so there's a question like so but what happens when machines no longer need human intervention? This is known as general artificial intelligence, where machines can understand and contribute to the world. Non-human intelligence could create stories and moments more compelling than human intelligence. Um, like, sure. Yeah, like, not only about that story, about that law case, but pictures. Pope wearing that puffer jacket. Um, like, <laughs> Trump and Joe Biden having a conversation. Like, yeah. all those... We, Human beings already have been cutting clips to create a fake news, right? Yeah. Like, and then think of bringing AI into that mix and you can't tell what's mm. real and what's not. And then AI has created a whole world unknowingly to the AI because that's just how it's been. Yeah. Um, not sure. Yeah. Not sure where to even do that. But the, it's concerning. Yeah. The yeah. fake news stuff is definitely scary because people already don't check their sources. You know, they're like, I did my research. Yeah, and no, like, you, you watched a five-minute-long video, if that, on Facebook, that your uncle sent you. That's not research, Mm-mm. you know. And like, like people already don't do that, so I don't expect them to like understand that. Ooh, 
this is AI generated. <laughs> yeah, that this is not real because people are still gonna share that look, and one of those people are just gonna be like, "This was one time my mom sent me a video a long, long time ago, and it was how you make ketchup, and apparently it was dubbed into just saying how like it was just disgusting things were used to make ketchup, and mom sent it to me, KV, and Prithi, mm. and we all look at like, mom, this is fake." This is not how you do it. And she was like, oh, I like shared it. I was like, of course you shared it. Like, don't share things like that. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't do any research. You just like assumed right. that that's how it was. And it's, it goes back to like the emotional manipulation of mm-hmm. social media. Because like if we feel intense things like rage or fear, then we are more inclined to like engage with it. Yes. By reposting, sharing with our friends and family and just commenting and arguing with people. More and more, the more you do it, the more ads will be shown to you. And that is the main goal of social media. So that they can get money for the fact that they show an ad in your, in front of your eyeballs. That's funny that you said that because that was one of the things that was, this article was talking about as well. Like because of that, a, like anything AI generated would get shared more and people will believe it even more because yeah, it's speaking to their emotional um, I do think that AI can be very, very, very helpful to us mm-hmm. in so many different aspects. I can only imagine kids nowadays in schools because you can put your question in the AI and get answers right away. I would have loved to have that technology when I was younger, but at the same time, it makes it so hard for teachers to even figure out what is real, what is not real. Mm-hmm. Um, like in that same South Park episode, like kids are using ai to write essays and yeah. they're like very detailed they're getting mm-hmm. a plus and they all realize like the topics that they were getting essays on were like just insane and they figured it out like okay we all use the ai mm-hmm. um but yeah. yeah um it's crazy i just want to remind people that we are watching the chat on twitch so mm-hmm. if you are on youtube and you want to talk the the, the chat is bop- popping yes. um, but we can even have more people if you join us on twitch yes absolutely i'm I'm loving um yeah we are reading about the stuff about ai um yeah it is it we'll see i think there's still a little bit more time to like figure out what it's going but it's here to stay so i think we just need to be friends with it Mm chat gpt we are friends not our enemy (laughs) and go Mm -hmm. from there um the other trend uh that was popularized by it was already here but i think it got more popularized by succession it's quite luxury is people are get reading, getting rid of anything that says logos. Oh, um, and they're going yeah. back to like minimalistic styles. Um, so quite, so they might be wearing something that is really expensive, but it's quiet, not really saying like coach everywhere or like LV <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I, I, uh, didn't, I don't understand what was wrong, what happened there. Like I never, I never, I mean, I know I'm wearing like Adidas here. Yeah. But like, I think that's like the one and only thing thing i have that's like loud mm-hmm. i don't really like when you're just like fucking i don't want to be a poster oh yeah like a walking poster for some company you but, know what i mean yeah but the, you know what thing is that like if you find an item that has the brand written everywhere that's the cheapest in that whole line than right. anything else right. so you are buying a luxury item and but because you are billboard so I know you're spending some money, but it's the cheapest from that line. So for you to be a quiet brand, you have to spend a little bit more. Um, <laughs> of course, it's it's weird, but it's also kind of antithesis. So it's really antithesis of fast fashion 
So people are really actually spending time on the pieces that they're buying. They're more <laughs> conscious of the quality of material that you're buying. And I know we have talked about this quite mm-hmm. a bit, like instead of um, just, yeah, <laughs> just buying like item that says coach everywhere or Michael Kors everywhere. I don't even know what the brands are out there nowadays. <laughs> Um, like instead of just a position to do the logo mania that was trending over the past few years, it's more of a minimalistic approach to addressing. Okay. So shopping with intention to have pieces that last rather than mm-hmm. uh, ones that are trendy of the season. I yeah, I liked it a lot, and I mean, I think we, me and Navi, are on the same page about this. We hate fast fashion. It's literally fashion is the most polluting industry yes. on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, you know, the, the islands of trash around the Pacific and Atlantic are largely held together by fabric. <laughs> so that's that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I literally don't buy things from certain places because I don't want to give them my money. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like apart from like being able to vote, you know, if you're an American or if you live in a free society, like you know you you vote and that's like one way you express you know your choices but i feel like where you put your money really matters too Mm -hmm. oh for Um, sure maybe even more so than like voting because like as long as you keep buying things like like if you spend a hundred dollars on sheen or amazon that means they made money yeah and that means they're going to continue doing business if you instead spend your hundred dollars instead of getting like 10 things Mm -hmm. you get one thing Mm -hmm. that will last you for a long time first of all yeah and um second of all that that person that made that item made money they don't make that much money as amazon or sheen does and like it will just support them it will be better for everyone Mm -hmm. if if we just all i know this is also we're speaking from privilege because we have money to spend yeah and they're like when like i would buy like really cheap things because that was the only thing i could afford mm-hmm. i'm not trying to like be judgmental or like my my thing isn't coming from like a place of judgment yeah but like if you can make that choice what i don't like is people that are rich that are buying like five dollar shirts from at, she, yeah. at target or sheen yeah like i i i just can't stand that i don't understand it like just if you can put your money towards something that wasn't made by a child in Vietnam, mm-hmm. then please do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, I think um, this kind of goes with the trend of fast fashion as well. Um, TikTok, I believe, made it really big on Xi'an because mm-hmm. a lot of people would like do a haul. Let's do a Xi'an oh, yeah. haul oh, and try it on. And like, you know, like you Ooh. bought this bag. Obviously, you spend like hundred dollar and you buy like hundred items like you can literally Seriously. buy so many items and then you're doing a haul just for the sake of video i did start seeing recently where people were trying it on as in like we'll see what works if not we'll return it um okay then again then you're returning a lot of it because of the free shipping you're creating that um shipping and returning the whole trucks and stuff mm-hmm. um i think when i was younger Obviously, we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, we used to buy stuff. When I moved here, we used to buy stuff from Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Goodwill is Goodwill. Um, so my idea always was, like, I don't have to. And as somebody else was saying it as well. Like, my idea wasn't like, oh, I need to have something that has the logo on it. Um, but something that just stands out that people will still ask me where I got it from. 
Because if I my shirt just says like coach, then nobody's gonna ask me where it's from because clearly it's from coach. <laughs> like and it looks fine, like it doesn't look big. So my always goal was like I don't care if it's a three dollar shirt. Um, I just need to make sure it pairs it well that it still creates a unique identity to me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at the point where um, I'm trying to create my own clothes, not from really um, scratch because that's a lot of work. I'm trying it doing from scratch and I haven't done shit with that. Um, but I'm trying to just go through like thrifting. I think thrifting has also a trend that's becoming a big now mm-hmm. of finding a thrifting stuff. Which and is then, great. Like turn that into something. Yeah. Um, one of my friends really uh, messed me up yeah <laughs> because I love I love like occasionally buying clothes for myself it makes me happy you know yeah. and like I just love like pairing it up and see what I can come up with and it's just like how I express myself yeah but I'm also very environmentally conscious and I'm always conflicted so I'm always like before I buy something I'm just like overanalyzing like do I need this like you know how often would I wear I, this can I actually like have like wear this you know yeah because I have a few things that like I had in a closet for a while and I still haven't like figured out what to do with them. So I don't want to make these mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as a consumer. So I was talking to my friend about it, who is also like very, you know, like recycling everything, composting, mm-hmm. just like doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she is, she like committed herself to never buy new item of clothing again. Oh, And I'm like, how... Are you going to do that? She's like, well, everything that I need already exists. Which I'm like, fuck. (laughs) You're right. That's true. Like, there's so much clothes that, you know, if you just, like, just learn how to sew, Mm -hmm. you can, like, refurbish anything. You know, anything has, like, multiple life cycles. And, like, that's, you know, like, you recycle. You upcycle things. You make them new or different. You repair, like... I remember my mom, like, when we get, like, a hole in our sock, she has, like, this thing, this, like, little mushroom thing. Yeah. You put in a sock, and you can, like, sew it easily. Oh, interesting. She was, like, sewing holes in my socks. Yeah. And now I, like... Throw them away. That may be sounding cheap for some people. It was like, why are you sewing socks? You can buy more for a dollar. But, like, if you can... You can extend the lifespan of that item before it's discarded and becomes more trash. That's funny, because I think that's everywhere but america because my mom like if there's a shirt that they can be used that gets used to clean things yes. everything before yes. and rag, and rag yeah. for anything until it turns into literally fabric fabric like, like a piece of scrap <laughs> and then i'm like literally telling mom like mom throw this away even then she's like oh no it could be used this and this um and i know like sewing and creating your own things like it's also time consuming right like Mm -hmm. that's also something you have to put in like a lot of times when i'm thrifting or like want to create because there's a new fashion happening and i want to create something my own i always have to think about it like do i have enough time to make this or do i want to spend enough money to buy it from like local designer or whatever but thrifting is a lot of fun i've been doing it a lot uh, nowadays i mean that has resulted also me having a pile of clothes that i don't know what to do with mm-hmm. um but it is it is true like i think either i'm at a point where i buy something locally um or i'm gonna go on a vacation i don't want to buy anything new so i'm literally gonna go raid my sister's closet and <laughs> see what i can wear yeah um so we be doing this like like whenever she goes on a vacation she will come look at my closet and i will go through look her closet because mm. 
That's th- nice. Because in the end of the day, like in my pictures, it looked like I have a new stuff, but I don't really. I'm going to return it back to her. <laughs> and then her pictures that's will awesome. have new stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's always been helpful. I used to do that with like Rana would like look through mine and like do that. Like yeah. it's helpful in that sense. Um, but yeah, I just, I also been really not want to spend money on yeah. stuff um, because I do have I did have clothes that I never like this this I had this for three years mm-hmm. because they had a weird frill at the bottom mm-hmm. I took that frill off and now I can wear it this is my second time wearing it but I literally had this in my closet for like four <laughs> to five years now yeah. Um. so I've been going through my closet and see what I can do yeah. if I don't like it then I'm either gonna bleach tie dye it mm-hmm. it looks great or I'm gonna cut it up and use it as a rag because yeah. Yeah. need to be used <coughs> there is a company that i've been following for a long time so at this point i know that what they're doing is legit mm-hmm. um they're basically you can buy like a bag from them for 25 dollars. It's, it's like a plastic bag like a shipping bag yeah but it's really big and so like when you go through your closet like when you're like decluttering your clothes you can put it in there you can even put shoes like underwear socks like mm-hmm. the things that you no, like you can't give to like thrift store no. um or like just donation to like i don't know anywhere no. like you can just put it in the in the in a bag and sh- send it to them so it costs 25 dollars because it's prepaid shipping and they also need like you know like a, to cover their process yeah but once they get your thing um essentially only five percent that's statistics that they have on their website yeah. goes to actual like that's actual trash yeah we can't do anything with it but a lot of their uh the 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 material that they receive they turn into insulation Mm -hmm. or other clothes like they literally break the clothes into just like strands of fabric yeah and then they see like how good of a quality it is and if they can like do something with it Mm -hmm. yeah so it's a really good company yeah and i'm not saying that I mean, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, started making my own money, I always see picked quantity over quality. Like, there was a time when I would go to H&M because it's $5 new t-shirt. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I think I was slowly weeded myself off when I realized that that $5 t-shirt only lasted five times. Mm-hmm. Um, like, after five washes. And um, I think yeah. H&M does really good thing. They also do, like, send, give them scraps. Because they have a line where they use the scraps to make something. Yeah, we're gonna um, talk about that. Yeah, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. We're gonna talk is. about that when I think in two weeks when we have another topic about. This. Oh yeah, perfect. But yeah, that yeah. that green green it's called green green, greenwashing. Greenwashing. When oh, yeah. companies pretend that they are environmentally conscious oh, and they are just making things so much worse. Well. Remember, guys, in two weeks, we'll come back to that topic. Um, but yeah, and yeah, I, I understand like it's not an um, option for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. But I think thrifting, going to thrift shop, vintage shops, not only Goodwill, there's actually other thrift shops around the town. Um, they really usually have, you might end up spending the same amount of like money. Vintage but you, boutiques. Vintage boutiques. Yes. But you might get like really quality item that's mm-hmm. like high designer and like made really long. And I think... Items that were made older items, you tend to last longer mm-hmm. than the newer made items. They don't really last that long. Um, but yeah, yeah, Brechtier. Oh, when they <laughs> yes. plant random trees and it's just not a thing. Yes, that's one of the many <laughs> examples. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, it's crazy. 
All right, we'll do a couple more items. Um, the other one, I it's called Culture Club or just culture, I guess. A lot of now, um, so people are looking to understand their place in the world in two ways. So there was a survey done that fifty seven percent um of those surveyed globally say they are seeking to reconnect with their own heritage. Seventy percent are seeking to understand cultures beyond their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's been a lot of trending conversation. Obviously, like K-pop has been a one really big thing. Jewish culture, mm-hmm. Latin American culture, uh, Polynesian culture is a rise around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can say that's for sure. Like when I was younger, obviously didn't want to do anything to do with my culture. But when I'm growing up, you know, like okay, I want to reconnect. Mm-hmm. I want to find those things, like bring those colors back into my life instead of just wearing white and black. <laughs> like get gold. Like I never used to wear gold. Now I wear gold all the time. So like mm-hmm. small things bringing back. So that's been a trend. Is that something that you've noticed as well? Um, um I, I get. I don't know. <laughs> I think for me. <laughs> It's always been around because I was always we traveled a lot with mm-hmm. my family like on vacation we would go like almost every year yeah because Europe is small and easy you can travel easily and it's affordable so like I would and also you know traveling in the U.S. is amazing U.S. Mm-hmm. is a beautiful country but as like you can travel for literally twenty hours you're still in the same country oh, yeah. where people speak the same language and you can have access to the same food mm-hmm. and it's just there's a lot of diversity here but you really have to like look for it you know you have to get out of your like standard zone yeah to to like really explore other cultures in europe you can just like just literally take a bus to another country and you're in a whole different country with a whole different like food whole different language culture you know values so i was surrounded Mm -hmm. by, by diversity and I always loved, like, since I was a child, like, I loved, like, traveling. Yeah. And just, like, it was, like, just, like, a whole different language. <laughs> like, I was fascinated with, with by, like, languages as a child. Um, and when, like, as soon as I could, like, leave the country as, mm-hmm. like, an adult, I did. <laughs> like, I, I moved to Turkey for, like, four months when I was 18. And then I moved to a different part of Turkey when I was 21. Yeah. And then I moved to the U.S. when I was 24. And you then again uh, yeah. when I was 26. <laughs> so I've, like, I've always been into just, like... And I feel like as soon as I get to, like, a place, mm-hmm. I try to just, like, figure Find out, it. like, what's happening here? And, like, how can I... How can I be a part of this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I... I love that more people are feeling this way because I feel like the more we explore each other's cultures... Better. the less misunderstandings there will be also i took cultural studies at my university okay. two of them yeah because it was my first the intro to cultural studies was an, an amazing class mm-hmm. so then i took like the second yeah. like cultural like in-depth cultural studies it was it was amazing and i like never thought about it like i learned the terminology of like how to talk about cultures like you have like the collectivist cultures and individualistic cultures and mm-hmm. some people use a lot of like body language to speak and some people are very like closed and like you know some people hug some people don't like there's like all these whole thing yeah addition so i was already into languages and then like i learned just like this is so much more you know (laughs) (laughs) so much (laughs) and i love i love culture studies I love that people are into that now. Yeah, I'm noticing that a lot more just on social media, maybe not in person. I think it's just, 
you know, I, I think that's also doing your research. We're writing a business plan so on social, just trying to figure out, like, I've noticed that people are looking for more cultural experiences to do. Um, just realizing how many people are big on K-pop. K-pop is everywhere now. Just the idea of that they're accepting K-pop, even though they don't understand the language. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Like African music. I think Afrobeats, mm-hmm. it's been big. I Afrobeats love, I love Afrobeats. Um, Verna Boy, like it's just, it's great. So like just having those things like Bad Bunny, right? Like, uh-huh. like Mexican music, like Spanish. Mm-hmm. You don't understand it. I don't understand it, but I love the song whenever it comes on. Yes. Like, I love it. Um, we used to watch Latin Grammys. Yeah. At, yeah. Like, in Czech. It's great. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, like, the most random thing. It's just a thing. But, like, I knew about, like, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez before it, like, they became, like, worldwide mm. famous stars because I watched fucking Latin Grammy with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's funny. It just... <laughs> It's just one of those things, like, I'm glad that it's picking up. I'm noticing it locally, so I'm assuming that's more for U.S. as well, just experiencing it. I think being in Midwest is just a whole different vibe. Um, But people are exploring it. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a new ramen shop. Like, people love going to a ramen shop. So, like, whenever, like, small shops, like, those open, people Mm -hmm. go crazy about it. Yeah. Um, So the whole culture aspect of experiencing, trying new things... um, I'm yeah. happy about that. And I think it's also like the, like you said, the K-pop is big, but I think also like exposure to different cultures through mm-hmm. TV. Oh yeah, like um, street food uh, episode show on Netflix. It's yes, so good. Yes, um, but like I'm talking also just like, you know, a lot of, uh, not like <laughs> these like reality stuff oh, yeah. or, or like documentaries are, is not for everyone, right? Yeah. But like if you have something like Everything Everywhere All at Once, is a really popular movie but mm. you have like you know the the culture of the people that like we're watching it's ingrained in that movie yeah and like all that comes with it like the food the language uh the the family dynamic mm. like all of it is there and like it helps you understand like if you have an asian person in your life and yeah. they have like some you know some quirks about them or some you know some emotional baggage they carry with them like you watch the movie and you maybe have a better perspective where they're oh, coming why? from. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, for sure. The Lantern Lord. My grandma grew up in, in the Depression. They had just used to pot roast being the greatest food in the world. Um, and pot roast sometimes is really good. Um, and I, Yeah. I, <laughs> I've never made one. I need to do make one. Um, all right. A couple other um, trends in the dating world. Apparently, infla dating. So inflation dating. Um, Ah. So it has turned into instead of people going into those expensive restaurants. um, And we have talked about it a little bit before. Now people are mostly like, let's just do something small. Let's just do a coffee or just experience like dating instead Mm. of like going to the restaurant per se. Um, Same with drinking because the drinking is also turning to a lot of people sober now. So it's a dry dating kind of go hand in hand. Um, so a lot of people are not doing bars anymore um, and just doing something that's either don't have alcohol um, or <laughs> just doing a picnic or something like that. But yeah, yeah dating in this economy is insane. Yeah, um, that's for sure. Yeah. But I also, I I get it. But I also <laughs> thought it's like kind of, I don't know, like when, I, when, when we would like date in high school, mm-hmm. it's like we would do like, so let's go to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People don't do that anymore. I think like it's a lot turned into like 
restaurant yeah. and i remember like talking to a few people they're like let's just do something else than just going out for food it's like that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine yeah. um and like a lot of time is just like like yes. i had one of those cliche days where like he would like just carry me in like the cart like the shopping cart oh and we would just like be doing dumb shit in the grocery store i've never done that and that's hilarious out <laughs> of course of course <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think it was a trend that people picked out on purpose, but because of inflation economy, I guess it turned into that. Let's go um, get gas. <laughs> yeah, let's go get gas. <laughs> um, but uh, that's hilarious. Go to your local parks. Yeah, local parks, arbitrarium, mm-hmm. go to Chinatown, International Food District. Um, oh, yeah. cheap dates or festivals a lot of time like because it's summer the festivals are around town so like mm-hmm. just go to a festival um, mm-hmm. I think people are just in general because of the inflation economy people are looking outside of just spending money at a restaurant and a bar to just do something else mm-hmm. they kind of force them into it like yeah. go outside and hang out uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the growing up in Midwest parking lots were where we hung out <laughs> same yeah. And I didn't grow up in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> and we did that in COVID, like during pandemic. Yeah. There was like a parking lot that all of us will hang out in parking lot. And that was it fun. was it was turf wars. Yes, because like it was like the one parking lot that was surrounded by like one, two, three different apartment complexes. It's like all the people would like want to be in their parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we like we held it down. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. Just get a cat. Perfect yes. date activity. <laughs> I agree. That's funny. Um, yeah, dry dating is just one of them. Um, um, What's dry dating? Dry dating is just... No sex? No, no drinking. Oh. I know, when I first read it, I was like, <laughs> no sex dating? Like, what the hell? And they're like, oh, uh, probably should call something else. But apparently yeah. dry dating is like no alcohol dating. Okay. Because people I like are turning that. sober. No lube. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I, I like the idea of dry dating. I think it's uh, good to get to know someone new without any alcohol in them. Yeah, parking lot. That pimp makes it. them maybe look better, you know? Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> I have a few others, um, but we'll just, I think those will just add it on in case. We cargo pants. Cargo pants. Cargo pants are coming back. I love cargo pants. It depends. Uh, it depends. Depends on who pulls it off. What about like baggy pants? They're like not baggy, baggy pants. Oh, I love haram pants. Yeah, yes. like they're just insane size. Yeah, uh, like I think... um, what's his name? The uh, Kami. Kami. Yeah, I love those <laughs> and pants. Cargo pants are sick. If you can pull it off really well, I think it's cargo, really good. Cargo shorts. No, cargo mm. pants. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Um. Not on the topic. I was going to do a segue, but that was not a segue to anything. Um, So next week, we're going to have a guest. Abria is going to be joining us. And we're going to be talking about The Ultimatum, the reality TV show, the queer season. The queer love. Um, So if you would like to join us with that discussion, you can binge watch it. All the episodes are out. It's only 10 episodes. It's a watch. Um, It's a watch. You can get through it. Kenny went through it on a weekend. Uh, Have any guys watched it and actually enjoyed it? Because it's, it's like lesbian love. Yeah. Do they... I don't know. I don't know. I know Chris watched it with me, but he wasn't super into it. Like, he was doing other things but do while they, I was watching wa- it. Serge watched it because Serge watched Corey it. was watching it. Okay. Um, I don't know if... um, I, I don't know. I'm curious to know if guys watch it, what they think about it. Because it's also reality TV. I don't know how many of you guys actually watch reality TV. Um, I 
loved it uh yeah. we have very strong opinions about people it different it, opinions it just for me it contained a lot of like um stereotypes about women that i did not appreciate being showcased like that but like, i mean if the mean it. girl shit and like just all the gossip like i was just like come on guys we can do it we're on tv but it's a reality tv i that know was, that was gonna happen regardless i, <laughs> I don't want to be like that so uh yeah that's gonna be a fun discussion next week um we had a group chat going so we clearly <laughs> had like a very different opinion view so we yeah. got to like discuss that yes. um so just wanted to give you guys a week ahead of notice that that's a show we're gonna be talking about next mm-hmm. week and we're gonna try to do that with other shows as well instead of just telling you we're gonna talk about beef today like no yes. watch it ahead of time yes um and we will be back with one piece tomorrow on thursday at 4 p.m eastern standard time um, and, and I will also be streaming Zelda before then. Yes. So we'll be all day streaming yes tomorrow. So just join us. The schedule's on the Twitch, on our social media. And we are good for today. We're going to raid somebody. Uh, Noelle. 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 So tell. She's playing Zelda. Ooh, She's playing Zelda. Nice. Tell them Noelle we send their regards. And I hope you guys enjoyed this topic. And we will be back with other fun stuff. Bye. Bye. Get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Girls Club, Girls Club, Super Secret Girls Club. Are you grumpy?